I do. Can I try it once? Is it 175? Yeah. I'm going to screw this up. Episode 175 of the Library Pubcast. Welcome back. I got to do it. Ooh, you so good. I know. I'm, I'm working on my radio voice. Welcome. It? That sounds dumb. I know. That's not very good. Still want to be the strip. Cl- I still want to be the strip club uh, guy. I want to be the you know. Come gentlemen, put your hands together. Coming up on the left stage right now, Diamond. <laughs> Here I am. Burn out. Burn out. Sorry, that's you do poor little. You're a little loud. Oh, I got to do the entry again. Yeah. Shit. Just now he's it. gonna panic. Now you do it. Okay, episode 175 at the Library Pubcast. I have to do this again. I did it once before, but I did it too loud. I was a little too into it. All right, not bad. <laughs> Let's get some emotion into this. Oh my Come on, Tom. Your motivation is people in the world want get to excited, you. Get no, him excited, Tom. No, now you just yell. do it. Now I got a fucking <laughs> complex about it, all right? Don't be a dick. All of this is staying in, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I was three fucking minutes late today, and you're going to be like, oh, you're late. Dick, why don't you do the opening? This has nothing to do with being late and just me loving to fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, being recorded at the Library Pubcast. We record on Mondays, which is Today. one day after the annual pub outing. Uh, no deaths reported yet, but <laughs> maximum it's early. Ma- maximum we still haven't fuckery talked. happened. <laughs> we still haven't talked to Kevin <laughs> yet today. Yet. <laughs> uh no missing persons report on uh, on Nelson. Well, you lost one, no. though, you told me. Well, he voluntarily left. Okay. Big baby. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> is Mo aware that we do a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Marquito. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Danny would like everybody to know that his nipples are still hard. Of all times, I didn't have Danny mic- mic'd up. <laughs> I said it for him. He's there. Yeah. So as 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 Mark's on the phone here, everybody out there in La La Land should know that all twelve listeners should know that Danny is sitting in today, and there's a guy sitting next to me named David. 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 I need to write that down too. David. Because I'm gonna forget it, even though it's my brother's name. Um, all right. So uh, Matt, fantastic job on the uh, pork butt. Thank you. There was uh, what a wood bit did left you over. smoke that with? Uh, that was oak and apple. Hi. Because that's what I had at the house. It had a pronounced oaky flavor. It had a pronounced smoky flavor, but yes. I, I believe that when you smoke meats, you should the smoke should be fairly prominent. I, I had a little bit of it. It was very nice. Otherwise, it's just meat. I enjoyed it. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think everyone enjoyed it. I had had a little bit left over, not a ton. Uh, Evan, will, I didn't get a chance to let Evan know. Of course, I really wanted to fuck with him about it because he's so butthurt about one of our regulars on Sunday that comes over and routinely gets food. So those of you that don't know, on Sundays, that Evan or uh, somebody will usually bring up food or we'll have like a food outing. And because we had a buffet of food back there, uh, he was very insistent that I make sure and relay a message to him they're not welcome to have that food. I, of course, well, did not. We had the one year where we had a bartender that allowed people to eat while the golfers were golfing and there was not enough food when the golfers got back the people that actually paid to be able to eat that food yeah. so evans yeah. evans concern was valid was valid right uh they did not partake in the food also apparently missy doesn't trust me with her uh bluetooth speaker not only does she not trust you she doesn't like you well that's fine i didn't you i don't call care her by the wrong name well right everybody does though i do not call her by the wrong name oh, okay 
Um, well, I do call her Wendy every once in a while. But I don't see how that why she would think that in that case. I mean, that's fine that she doesn't like me that much. But 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 why would I steal her speaker? I. She doesn't like me either. So you know. Okay. She barely likes her husband. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. I, I don't think she barely likes him. Not likes him at all. Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> she tolerates him. Ah, Missy. Uh, anyways, uh, golf outing was a lot of fun. It, it, unless your name is Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> that son of a bitch. <laughs> so Which, Jeremiah was was Matt's partner. Yep. Yeah, we were partners. Hey, listen, it, I've quit this tournament twice, but I didn't leave. No, <laughs> you, you at least sat sat and reveled in all of your drunken grandeur. Uh, that fucking guy teed off on nine. Which granted, he hit the ball about nine feet. It's Jeremiah, he can hit the ball really far. You just never know where it's going. And he hit the ball about nine feet. And all in one fell motion, club goes out of his hand up into the tree, and it stays there. <laughs> so then he goes down. We go. I we I seen finish the hole with him bitching the whole time. What's that hole number one? Nine. <laughs> all right, I was going to uh, uh, Which he threw a club on one, too. Okay, so Twice. it wasn't the Dad, first hole you guys so had you know, golfed on. This guy we're talking about is... Was D two college athlete and very good. Oh, okay, he's six foot four, and everyone in the world looks at him and goes, "I want him." And he's an <laughs> extremely he nice guy. I don't Extre- look at him like that. I said, "Woman, <laughs> do I?" Women? No, yes. trust me. There's a lot of women that think he's a, kind of a clown. Yeah. Well, he is kind of a clown, but he's All a right. nice guy. That before right. or after he talks, though. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we call him our golden retriever. He just wants to please hey, us. He's a great guy. He's really nice. Well, obviously, he gets all of his anger out on the golf course, so he's nice to yeah. everybody. The rest well, of the hey, world. Or, or, but anyways, than from the golf it out on his wife. so we we finish the hole. We get up to the clubhouse, and he walks down to get his club out of the tree. <laughs> I, I get my hot dogs, and I uh, jump in the cart, and I go down to pick him up, and it looks like he's carrying three clubs. He broke his driver when he got it out of the tree. That's the second one, I believe, this year. Uh, yes. Which I almost got to see him break a club in Des Moines when we were golfing over there behind his neck. <laughs> he went to snap it over his knee and then tried to slow down and put it behind his neck and started to pull. And I just yelled, Jeremiah, no. <laughs> Pulled a Reggie Jackson. He I might like we, we want to give up golf. Uh, that's what he said yesterday. He said he's selling his said he's selling his clubs and he's giving up. Cornhole instead. Or like pretty hey, paintball. Who won the cornhole? Evan. They come with bags? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Where was Cornhole Ooh. played? Here? No. The no, I, I gave one away in the raffle oh, yesterday. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So we did that. We had giant Jenga, uh, a couple bottles of booze. I was sitting here talking to Dan. Dan and I were having a final NASCAR discussion, and I'm not even kidding you. We were talking seriously about NASCAR because mm-hmm. we're the only two here. And Flum walks in. I'm like, where is everyone? Well. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I knew. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, Here it comes. He was the lead element. He was the <laughs> leadoff element of the fuckery. So, Which Kevin yeah. didn't even come back into the bar. He never when he walked got back. in. <laughs> <laughs> they were looking for Kevin's phone. Kevin's golfing partner, who's also his roommate, for some reason bought like $80 worth of Arby's. And then after we is kicked him out. There, yeah. there was bags of my mother had to go out there this morning and pick up arby scrap for about a half hour uh, and i figured the we, cats would eat it after we kicked him out because they didn't want first it. off he tried to park opposite of you in the grass up and down like you backed way. up right here by the pole uh matt then informed him that that's not happening uh he then did some questionable things she threw the 
Kevin name out. Kevin said I could park there. I said, no, he didn't. (laughs) I said, move your car into a parking stall or move your car home. Those are your two choices, you fucking shithead. We got him in, because he rode with, uh, Kevin and him rode together. And Kevin didn't feel safe driving with him, so Kevin got an Uber. I don't think Kevin felt safe walking by himself yesterday. (laughs) Anyways, the debauchery was, it it was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was fun. That it was, was a fun day yesterday. It was pub golf. That was a fun day yesterday. Uh, let's move on. Uh, tasting coming up, Whiskey Wednesday. I've heard there is a new one in the works. Yes. For Well, I'm going to spring this on David during the podcast. Okay. Uh, right. September 6th is the date. Yes. We, do a, we do a whiskey tasting the first Wednesday of every month. Yep. Do you want to spring it now? Yeah, I might wait? as well. Uh, Kincader. Out in western Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Yep, I know Kincader. Is putting out their new whiskey for this podcast. Okay. Or no, for the tasting. They don't have enough whiskey. Enough being on different labels. Sure. Only three. So I thought, hmm, why don't we do an all Nebraska whiskey tasting and have Golden Sheaf come in? And they're going to send their distiller down to talk about their whiskey. You come in and talk about your whiskey, and then I don't have to do anything. Yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> That's so awesome since the, this dude sitting next to me is from Golden Sheaf. Yeah. That works uh, out good. By Duh. the way, uh, we have a special guest <laughs> so today, random. David from Golden Sheaf. I probably should have been saying that. The drunkest gentlemen. man alive. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Smith, everybody. <laughs> oh. He's sober. Well, mostly sober. Would you still blow over a .08? Oh, Kevin thinks probably I sh- not. I should have brought my breathalyzer. Yeah. We should probably do that one episode. I didn't even think about it. Um, all right. So, uh, David with Golden Sheaf joining us. Welcome, David. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure Would to be here. Would you like to do that? You know, it's, I love the idea. It's, I can tell you right now, I'm, I'm in Louisville, 6th through the 8th. However, we'll have somebody here. Okay. Yeah. Then we'll do Perfect. it. Now, I tried to buy this whiskey. We're going to taste your whiskey today. Okay. Yeah, but they won't sell it to me. You're kidding. They say it's they say it's not available yet. Really? Well, which which one's that? The the port so, finished and the and other the, one. And there's a barley wine, barley wine maple syrup cast finish. Well, let's get them on the phone right now and <laughs> Yes. <laughs> we'll take care of that for you, Mark. People. Who who reps Golden Sheaf? Uh, Quench. Quench. So no, I was hoping Ursic. Johnson Brothers. No. God, I was hoping. We don't need to get him on the phone. <laughs> just beat him up in person. Uh, Ursic, John Ursic is my rep, called the office, and the office told him, because it wasn't on his list. Okay. And the office told him he couldn't sell it yet. Okay. So we explained yeah. to them that we need it by the 6th, and they said it will be available before that. I think possibly. So I also brought with me... Bourbon Batch 3 and Rye Batch 2, which are not available yet. Well, I have some for us to taste today, um, but they are not in the warehouse just yet. They're actually down in Kentucky. We just bottled down at Barstown Bourbon Company. Cool. Uh, Mark, cool. do you want to start off with uh, the your pick, or oh, do we do some Golden sorry, Sheaf? Everybody. Well, since I am partial to scotch, yes, and now i got to drink a bunch of bourbon, Yeah, I want to do the scotch first. Okay. Mark, what have you brought for us to try today? Uh we, I, I can't even speak today. Uh, uh, take two. Glenn Levitt, 18 batch. This is a, was a one-off about... This is a batch reserve. 
uh, maybe five or six years ago. Uh, it's for Glenn Levitt. It's quite tasty. So I thought we'd try it just to get, do something different. What do you mean for Glenn Levitt? Glenn Levitt makes very good scotch as long as you get anything over 12. Yeah, minus the 12. It's very good stuff. Um, <coughs> it's kind of like Glenn Fittick. Glenn Fittick makes some good scotch. Just don't get the, their bottom two. I got to uh, I got to feel a little snooty the other day. I, I asked what they had for their scotches, and they said, oh, we have a Glenn Levitt 12. And I said, oh, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take an Anchor Steam beer. Thank you. David, one of the Drink problems with can. I did. being this is that you do get snooty after a while. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get spoiled. You get yeah. all the good stuff. Why would I drink oh Mulvaney God. 12 when I can I have a 21-year Portwood? Right. I, I, just, I just saw a guy, uh, you'll know this and you'll know this. Uh, most of you might know this. a place called Reserve in Lake of the Ozarks. It's the new kind of swanky joint down there. Um, watched a guy just the other night. It's good. You, you okay, Chris? Yeah, it's He's just good. It's really good. Okay. With the happy dance. Do you want us maybe take a break for a second? No, you go for it. Good. And your voice at the same time is just good. The velvetiness of my voice and how you're feeling right now. Bar, so I'm heavenly. It's heavenly. Yeah. So this old boy walks up to the bar and he says, "Let me get scotch on the rocks." And the guy kind of the bartender looks at him and goes, "Do you have a prep?" Ah, scotch on the rock. Okay, whatever. You know, typical tours coming up. Typical Lake of the Ozarks dude who has too much money. The dude turns around, grabs a bottle of Glenlivet twelve. Right? Gets one of those big old rocks out. Throws it in the glass, pours it over it, bang, hands it to him. The guy goes, no, I want a lo- I don't want just one ice cube. I want a lot of ice cubes. I was like, oh, my fucking well, no, God. no more will fit in that glass, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> so the bartender takes the big cube out, shakes it off, goes and ladles a bunch of small cubes in there. How did wow. taking the big cube out and slammed it on the bar and then put the remnants <laughs> of the exactly big cube back in their fucking glass? That's the bartender <laughs> I am. Just <laughs> Put it in a bar rag. Sweep it up. <laughs> with, <laughs> sweep it up with your hand and dump it off the edge into the glass. There you go. There you go, fuckhead. <laughs> and I'm sure for at the reserve he paid twenty two bucks for that. He probably ran out and jumped into a giant Batman boat and <laughs> him and his little dick oh. drove off into the distance. Well, there were a lot of those. Uh, anyway. Sidetrack number three. Did anybody else hear about the uh, guy? This happened a couple of weeks ago. Apparently he was out at like midnight, twelve thirty. Uh, on his boat, his uh, giant cigarette boat with oh, five massive down there, engines. And he hit a house. And he <laughs> missed that there was an island in front of him. He ramped the rocks. Wow. And slammed into the second story of the guy's house. But that was uh, fun. Three of the... Everybody <laughs> lived. Uh, I think there was eight people on the boat. Five oh of them God. were in critical condition. He landed on the other side of the island. Uh, and t- apparently there, there's pictures or something floating on the internet of like... They spray painted where all the bodies landed for the investigation. That's why I don't take the <laughs> boat out at night. What do you think that night? guy was blowing at the time he did this? <laughs> well, also what was blowing him at the time? <laughs> it is the Ozarks. Yeah, Wait, was this in the Ozarks? Oh, yeah. It was Ozarks. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, okay. listen, I've missed some things, but I can proudly say I've never missed an island before. Not, not a whole lot of boats have hit houses. <laughs> That's why I don't take the, uh, take the boat out at night. Yeah, I know. It, I've been on a lake at night. It's hard to see anything. Especially uh, when you're shit-faced, which well, apparently <laughs> he very well Every was. dock down there has a blue light on it, though. It's supposed to now. Yeah. So you can drive down there at night. And it's usually not dark, dark, dark. But, yeah, he was shit-faced, too. Yeah. So. Wow. And probably going 80 miles an hour. Oh, at least. Showing off. People so. people drive their boats like idiots mm. down there. And, again, Chocolate to cap- and cherries. capitalize on top of that, at 12 o'clock at night, right. that lake is like glass. There's, there's so you apple, can easily get going. Oh, you can get, get up to 80, no problem. 
All right, back to uh, whiskey tasting. This is phenomenal. Yeah, this, yeah, this is pretty is good. Great. This is not the usual swill you bring us. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that's good. This is mm. this is very smooth. <laughs> that that cutty sark you busted out last week just wasn't cutting. <laughs> this is a uh, fruit Big basket. Fan of a lot of apple. A lot of apple yeah. on flavor. The nose will get more chocolate. Tons. Sorry, you were saying? Uh, on the nose, I get a little bit of dark chocolate and cherry. But then on the palate, it's just apples, apples, apples. So good. Isn't that a board game? Apples against apples, apples. Oh, apples, apples, two apples. And there's the dirty version, Cards Against Humanity. I don't know. I've never... I've played Cards Against Humanity, uh, not apples to apples. Have you ever played <laughs> the, the good news? Kittens? No. Retail... It's a level above Cards Against Humanity. Mark would like to speak. Hi. What's that song? Can you hear me? Whistle for me. Whistle. Anyway, um, <laughs> the good news, I just looked up on the internet. You can buy this for about 135 bucks. Hey. So I might, go. I might ask. Bottle of scotch. I'm not going to. I don't need any more of it yet. You might after this podcast hits the interwebs. Interwebs. <laughs> if, we, if we sell 14, that, that <laughs> bottle will be empty now. All... Eight of our listeners come in and get a pour. Which my mom's not a big fan of scotch, so she, right. probably, she probably James, won't. James, you have to get two. I don't think James would have a problem with that. I don't think so either. This stuff's really good. Uh, all right. So that was Glenn Levitt, 18 uh, Batch Reserve from Mark V. Step of Unch. <laughs> Thought I'd bring it back. Oh, makes me giggle every time. Matt, did you say you're skipping yourself? We are skipping myself. We can okay. skip me, too. He's got a lot of stuff. Because uh, uh, David brought, from Golden Sheaf has got all I'll sorts of stuff. First off, David, um, yes, sir. as we're 20-so minutes into the episode pre-editing, uh, who are you and what do you do? I'm. This is what I do. This is yeah. this is my brand. So Golden I, Sheep, uh, is, Do you own it? I own the company. No and, shit. And I also do the blending. Yep. Nice. Oh, we didn't know we had the head dog, the head dog here. The the, the big guy here. The, the, yeah. God damn. All dog. right. I, well, we I wouldn't have been as nice if we knew that you were the head <laughs> of the company. <laughs> yeah. Bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> yeah. No, I appreciate you guys having me out. Uh, yeah, this is uh, this is all I do. This is this has become my life. Talk um, about Golden Sheep. Did you launch it, or was this something that you bought in? You you came into and, and took over. So this is a brand that goes back to 1866. A legacy brand from Omaha, in the district of Nebraska, uh, was born in 1866. They had a 16 acre distillery down on Fourth and Pierce Street. Um, 16 acres? 16 acre, yep, third largest distillery in the country, pre-prohibition. Wow, there you go. So I discovered this, I'm a bourbon guy. I I came across this back in 2014, just Google. And I wondered, what the hell is this thing? And the more I dug into it, the more interesting it became. You know, they were generating upwards of 13,000 gallons of volume a day. They were generating upwards of 90% of the state tax revenue, pre-income tax, you know, a lot of significant things. And, and, and the biggest question for me was, why haven't I heard of this? Why hasn't anybody else heard of it? Why aren't there streets or parks or roads named after the founders? And the more I dove into it, I just thought, you know, this was such a big thing, such a uh, significant piece of Omaha. And when you when you consider Omaha back in the day as kind of a truck stop, right, there's Middle of the country, people are heading west. They're heading back back east, and all of a sudden, this distillery blossoms. 
and the product you can actually trace the product out to the east coast to west coast i mean they were they were creating a lot of a lot of product hmm. and they won some some pretty significant accolades um but like a lot of other distilleries pre-prohibition they they kind of started to get the vibe that hey this is going to get pretty bad with the temperance movement flaring up a lot of pissed off women um, aren't they a, all be, being abused more than normal because time, uh, <laughs> exactly are, are we getting into another uh, prohibition here pretty soon <laughs> um but oh. that's so they decided so the the folks that started this were the same ones that uh, that started the Omaha stockyards which a lot of people are familiar with um they were just real smart entrepreneurs and they you know the thing about the temperance movement and prohibition that a lot of people don't really talk about is there's a lot of shame that came along with it so um, a lot of distilleries shut down and walked away from the industry. And despite the fact that, you know, prohibition only lasted 13 years, they never came back. They didn't talk about it. Um, you know, there's a lot of history in the past that people don't celebrate. There was World War II and, um, you know, certain things that happened there. And if you stop talking about it, people don't remember it and those stories aren't carried forward. And that's pretty much what happened here. So 100 years later, um, I was able to... to uh, claim and create, recreate intellectual property, bring it back to the market, brought back batch one, bourbon batch one, which we won uh, a number of accolades for and really impacted the market and and have just continued to roll out products since then. So this is their original recipe? So the original recipe was batch number one. Yep. Now keep in mind this is 2020, so COVID's just starting to hit. Mm -hmm. So I was able to blend, um, I'm a blender, so I source aged barrels from all over the country. Um, I sourced um, a weeded bourbon, blended up the original recipe, which is a 59 corn, 39 wheat, 2% malted barley. That was one of the things that really... How were you able to find that? Handwritten microfish uh, in the archives, basement of uh, some of the buildings down in Lincoln. This huh. is, I spent years doing this, researching oh, this. Wow. So, um, have a lot of, have some original bottles, some original shot glasses uh memorabilia very cool and yeah I, I you know like a lot of things i got into it and and uh really kind of obsessed with it and then uh um, so yeah that was batch one and it was well received we we did pretty good right out of the gate um but then COVID hit and like a lot of industries supply chains were disrupted um so I ended up pivoting um, batch two. So now I do unique blends from batch to batch. And they're all aged eight years, eight plus years. Um, but I'm also uh, getting back to the original recipe. We want to bring back that, that core product and be able to celebrate the brand and, and some of the original products that they had back then. So the first one we're trying is? Batch one. Batch one. Nope. I'm nope. sorry. So yeah, I'm going to throw you a curveball here. So I brought in, uh, we jumped right to batch three. So this is batch three bourbon. Uh, we skipped the first two. That's fine. Uh, but I know I did hear your, your podcast back in January, February time frame. I think Sorry. You, I think y'all mm -hmm. taste. No, no, it was it was great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just, it wasn't. And you still just recently. Here. <laughs> yeah. Here By I the am. way, the whole time he's talking, I'm thinking, I know we've tried this on the podcast. What the hell did we say? <laughs> <laughs> so it was the, it's did up there on the shelf. The golden Chief kind of sounds like a high-end condom. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's exactly where it came from. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I, I think that's what uh, everybody was asking. What a sheaf was? Right, yeah, 
Yeah. It's referring to wheat, is, is it not? It's So, yeah, exactly. A sheaf is a, uh, this is kind of our modern logo, but a sheaf is a traditional bundle of grains, and then the golden just infers uh, uh, wheat right, or cool. corn. Uh, so this is batch three. So this was just, um, I inked a deal with Barstow Bourbon Company just a couple months back. We did our first bottling. Um, as we scale out into other states, we did our first bottling down to Bardstown uh, 31st of July. Um, so we've got that product rolling in to Nebraska now. Bourbon batch three and rye batch two, which I also have here for us to taste today. Um, you sound like a history guy, so let me ask you a question that we've talked about and I don't think we got an answer to. Why is rye typically associated with green? <laughs> oh, man. Which we have talked about that a good number of times. Yeah, everything rye is, is green. It's uh, well, Not everything, but well, it's... Not. I mean, your other one's maroon there, but, but right. this is green, and, and typically, clearly, I don't know. I, you know, I, I don't... I've never been yeah. asked that question. I would assume, like Yay. a lot of things <laughs> <laughs> in the spirit industry, it's just the way it is. Tradition, yeah. huh? Tradition, right. yeah. Cool, like yep. I, I want to ask you a little bit of a really side question. Uh, what part of the South did you live in for a while, or are you a part of? South... Um, a part of the country. Southern United Omaha. States. Yeah. South, and, and South Omaha. The only reason why I asked that is because you said July. July. <laughs> Did I say July? July. <laughs> How do y'all say it here? Uh, <laughs> I lived I off of 14th and Bancroft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how South far South I'm from. It was powerful hot in South yeah. Omaha oh, it's today. So hot. I will tell you, sir. Good day to sit on a porch and have a julep. <laughs> what, what is 30, 36 and L Street? <laughs> or a Corona. Uh. <laughs> you can always tell when somebody's from Wisconsin because oh, they yeah. cannot say Wisconsin like the rest of the country. Right. Don't you know? Right. Yeah. And, and when you hit that July, I was like, all right, what part of the South is he from? You know, I'm, yeah, I'm a bit of a chameleon, I suppose. I, I've just spent a bunch of time down in Louis okay. Louisville. Um, Louis, but you I, gotta I say it like there's Louis. a dick in your mouth. Or Marvel, if you prefer to be a dick. Louis. So I grew up and I spent a lot of time in Georgia as well. So, yeah. Uh, one of my favorite politicians is from Georgia. So, this is just a little bit about this. So, all, like I mentioned, all my blends are eight years and above. This one averages at about nine and a half years. It's got um, three different components in it, similar to batch two. Some Indiana, some Lu uh, some Indiana, some Kentucky, and some Louisiana. This is good. Yeah, if you listen to this before, good, good or yucky, yummy, and that fuck does it. Kind of but does it fuck? Yeah. It, does it fuck? I don't. It, I think it fucks a little I, bit. I think it fucks. It fuck for a little while. Right. I mean, like at the gangbang, it's going to be first. Well, it's <laughs> it maybe third. <laughs> Again, you listened to this once before, and then you showed up. I Weird. have, yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I'm embarrassed really to say like that this. I wasn't familiar with it. No, it's fine. Not, a lot, not a lot of people are. <laughs> it's okay. You're with the majority of everyone it's in the world. It's probably a common By the way, at the end of this, you're going to say I'm embarrassed to be associated with this. So it's no, a, you guys could just delete that. That'd be great. Please don't tag me in this. <laughs> I was going to ask you if I could tag y'all, but you he's might not, have a different definition. He's not recording. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. We just do this to look like we're important. Keep right. the <laughs> no talk closer to the mic. To drink whiskey on Monday. All right, uh, so that was batch number three of Golden Sheaf. Golden Sheaf bourbon. Yeah, uh, it's, it's quite tasty. It is very delightful. You know, I, I get what? a lot of ryeness off of it where, like, you drink a rye and it's got a ton of spice and flavor, and I get that similarity to it. Is it blended with rye at all? Absolutely, yeah. It's actually a four grain, so it's, uh, <laughs> it's only about 54% corn. Um, ends up being about 20, 
I forgot my notes. Um, 20-ish percent Oops. rye, and then it's got a little bit of wheat in there, and obviously some malted mm. barley. Very this is really nice. Got a nice little fruitiness to it. Yep, got a little, a little bit of sweet fruitiness on the palate and the finish. It's really, really good. I also like it because it's not vanilla, jar, oak. Here, drink well, it bourbon. reminds me of some, honestly. It reminds me of something that I would get from Barrel. Okay, uh, meaning like it's it's a high quality liquor. It's got a lot of heat to it, but it man it balances that. And Barrel typically yeah. does that. Even well, though I know Barrel sources as well. So yep, similar kind of a thing, but. Um, uh, I, I think it's I think it's quite tasty. I, 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 Thank you. I drink shit out of it. I mean, it'd get you drunk, so, you know. It will. Kevin, you want to drink? You want to taste of this? <laughs> Probably not drinking, Kevin. Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> now, what are your... That reminds me. Now, what are your feelings, David, with this and Coke? Is that a mix you do, or... You wow. know, I... Wow. Uh, Wait, Coca-Cola, or... <laughs> no, yeah. Me, no, I just wanted to put the... I just wanted to put the conundrum in front of him. I want to sell you the bottle, but... <laughs> I'm gonna judge you the whole fucking time. No, you know I tell people all the time. I do tastings all the time. And I tell people, however you're drinking, that's the right way for you. I encourage people to 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 drink their way. Um, oh no, no. However, no. We judge. We however, judge. no, we we would judge. Well, I'm we, al- no, we would be like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm always running for mayor, Mark. So yeah. I, I, I'm I'm gonna play the game a little bit. But I but I you know I'd encourage people to try it their way. I mean I I evolved to where I'm at drinking whiskey today because of all of the things I've experimented with over the years mm. and I'm a purist so oh, I here's create a glass my of blends here's a glass of coke you do what you what want what you it, do man. with it Thank from you the for the money forward is up to you yeah yep and that's, and that's the way I I serve it I had a guy want a Weller 12 and coke and I just flat out told him no yeah <laughs> we can't get this shit and you're going to put coke with it no so that, one you're not going to taste it in the coke cuz you're only getting an ounce Right. And two, it's really fucking good whiskey. Why are you being a dumb fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We pride ourselves on... I didn't uh, say that to him. Sure. Uh, I wanted to. What you thought like, it? Hard. Very loudly. Our service ethic. Yeah. We have fuck a service you. ethic? Fuck you. You're going to ruin my whiskey. You can't have it. <laughs> you're the you're the unsolved uh, majority. By the way, Which, thanks. I poured him a Coke. I poured him the Weller 12. You do what you he went and do. sat down, and he can do whatever he wanted with it. I was when I told the story over and over. When I had the Booker's 30th anniversary, it somehow we got out of Geno's, and three guys came in, and they, they bought three <laughs> shots of it and shot it. Like, that stuff was really good, it was too. Really good. We had a bottle of McAllen Reflections in here. Oh, uh, yes. This is a great story. And... So some guy was trying to play big dog, and he threw up his card and said, you know, I'm buying for all these people, and I want the most expensive scotch you have. All right. Yes, sir. I'm willing to sell it to you. So I pour him a glass. But he didn't want it with Coke. Sure. No. Give him the ice. He takes a sip, and he's just glowing how good this is. And his buddy's half drunk standing behind him. He says, hey, try this. It's really good. But, you know, it's a $100 glass of whiskey. <laughs> Shoes it right down. Yeah, and I thought the guy was gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> I would have. I, I, I years ago, I was uh, a buddy of mine invited me to be his best man in his wedding, and and for, for a gift, he gave me a really nice bottle. I think it was Belvini thirty two or thirty three, somewhere in there. This was years ago, and fast forward years later, I was a, a friend of mine had come over, and he was depressed. He was going through a divorce, and. We were drinking beers out on the patio, and and uh, I went in to use the restroom. He says, "Oh, you're out of beer." I said, "Just help yourself to the liquor cabinet." And, oh, no. and I come out, and he's got two pint glasses full of ice and what looked like brown liquor. And sure as oh, shit, he no. had he had 
pint glasses wow. with ice. Thirty-five today. That is thirty-five hundred dollars yeah. bottle. My cost because I just checked last week. Oh my gosh! I poured him into the glass. I kicked him out and never spoke to him again. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. No. Um, <laughs> by the way, we have a uh, answer to the great mystery thanks to Dan Whaley. Uh, I've perused the article that he sent the group in the library pubcast uh, messenger group, but apparently, somewhere around the 1990s, uh, the Michter's marketing team felt that green uh, represented the sweeter things in life and a little bit more spicy. And it seems like everybody has kind of just taken suit and copied the green. Can you from believe Michter's probably had an entire committee? They were making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to sit around and say, hmm, hmm. green reminds me of the good things in life. Yeah. yeah. Money. Let's make it green. Rye tastes like green. That yeah. or they were, yeah. there was four good old boys standing around going, well, let's go ahead and make it green. Okay. Let's make yeah. it green. Sounds good. Sounds good. You know, <laughs> it would, when, uh, so a year ago, year and a half ago, I rolled out Bourbon Batch 2, and, and I thought, we've got to do a rye. You know, and yeah. and so I went. At, you know, had the label company create those in parallel, and that was the only thing we changed. Aside from you know the term bourbon, changed it to rye, and yep, it's going to be green. Didn't put any thought into it. Right. It's just the way it is. Now, what we talk about periodically, especially Matt and I, since we look at this inventory all the time, why doesn't rye sell? It just doesn't. Really, people are scared of it. Twelve percent of my gross sales are bourbon. Sure. Less than one and a half percent are rye. Uh, I think people are intimidated sorry, by rye. Let me back you up. One and a half percent of that twelve percent, or one and a half no, percent they're, overall. They're, they're kept differently. Okay. So twelve percent is bourbon of total gross sales. Less than one and a half percent is rye. And rye and bourbon, they're obviously different, but they're they're close cousins, you know. And we, I, I, I don't generally get a craving to, to drink rye, but if it's in front of me, I'll definitely drink it. But it is uh, kind of a flavor bomb. It's, it's the Honey Nut Cheerios of the sugar industry where it's just. I think ryes are intimidating to a lot of people. I, I, I think that's kind of because of the the strength, the strongness of the flavor. They also don't know what it is. It's yeah. very true. Also, right? They you just know. know it doesn't say bourbon on the bottle. Right. Well, yeah. I, I think that's an awareness thing. I think that's an education thing. You know, I as a guy that's comfortable drinking bourbon. Years ago, I committed to learning bourbon, and I'm all, I'm going to drink bourbon exclusively. I'll I'll dabble a bit with. Japanese whiskey or scotch or Irish whiskey, but I wanted to really familiarize myself with, with bourbons, not just the, the, the liquid in the bottle, but, uh, you know, the labels and the price points and history the history behind it in the history, all of the things. And so it, it felt comfortable for me to roll out, you know, bur- bourbon batch one, bourbon batch two. And then when I decided to put a rye out, I created something that was not traditional. So I'm, I'm excited for you all to try Rye batch two. I'm going to interrupt you for just a second. I just had my last sip of batch three. That's fucking good. Well, thank you. It's really good. He usually hates everything too. So. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I, well, uh, if he does, if he takes his first drink and you don't hear, <laughs> you're doing all right. Right away. You're doing uh, all right. Are we trying another one? We're sure. gonna we're gonna jump into rye batch two. Okay. So rye batch one. 
um, I actually have some in the car. I know that doesn't help us right now, but it was um, a pretty big hit when it when it rolled out. I was scared to death because it was my version of rye. It's an eight year blend, um, hundred and nine proof. This one's actually hundred ten proof. Also, uh, it's a nine year blend. Um, and it's just not traditional. It's not your high spice, peppery, traditional type of rye. So I've loosely referred to it selfishly as as my transition rye, kind of out of the the bourbon realm into rye. And, and this one is is just the second second rendition of that. Uh, let, real quick, just looking at your label, I'm going to get a little sidetracked. The distillery number one is that uh, for Omaha, Nebraska, Nebraska. Yeah, so on on the the bottles of Golden Chief on the original bottles, they had Distillery Number One and yeah. District of Nebraska on there. Okay. So um, rather than highlight the name of the distillery, which really doesn't have any significance to it, I chose to. We went and had that trademark Distillery Number One because it was Nebraska's first distillery, cool. and because that tells a story. It was the first distillery in Nebraska. It was the third largest in the country. Thank you, sir. And. Yeah, so it's it comes up quite often. People ask why distillery number one, and I do like the fact that you use a little bit larger font and black lettering, not shiny gold right. bullshit lettering on your labels. Thank <laughs> yeah, you very if, much. If, if in any time a marketing guy comes to you and says, "Let's do a clear bottle with gold lettering," right, just please just wow. fire Put, them. Just on the spot. punch him in the face. Yeah, <laughs> you know when you become of a certain age, you still you still want to read the label, right? Hey, so I'm prone to uh, to asking off the wall questions. So just if this is strange, so careful. Is, is what is, but uh, uh, I've never had to sit down and choose a bottle. I mean, when you go to like, hey, what kind of bottle am I going to put? The, what? I'm just helping. Continue Get asking. Fucking finger away from my mouth. You've never you told me that before. It. Well, we're on there. His fingers. <laughs> that explains a lot. That's kind of weird that Tom thought it was a finger. That's true. Well, making fun it, of both of them at this time. So I think it's the shiny part at the I, end. I'm kind of happy I haven't nail. been insulted once yet. <laughs> Dan, I feel that you've, you're dropping the ball. The last I'm ten. Sorry. The last ten minutes will devote to you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, no, but I, I. How do you like? No, well, okay. I was round when. The distillery was in South Distillery was yeah, number one. <laughs> so what do they I do? They just, they just send you a catalog of, bo- of bottles? or No, nobody does shit for you. You have to do it all yourself. It's, there's no instructions. So you have to learn a, how to blow glass. You got to learn how to blow wow. glass. No, no, I mean, you, yeah, you have to. <laughs> you <have> to <laughs> <laughs> Again, you got to, yeah, no, there's, it, it, it's kind of, you know, jump in the deep end and learn how to swim type thing. Um, obviously, nobody's teaching you how to, how to put all this together. And there's so much more. By the way, let me tell you real quick. So I have a podcast. So I do, uh, you're familiar with um, Kentucky Owl mm-hmm. or 2XO. Yeah. So Dixon Dedman and I do a weekly podcast oh, together. Nice. It's called Blending Bourbon. And it's our behind the scenes. It's kind of a therapy for us, you know, for a, a way for us to bitch about stuff like that. Oh, fuck, we got a bottle shortage or, or you know, this or that. But behind the scenes of what goes into putting this together. So, um, So I'll tell you. Real quick story, and if you're familiar with Union Horse, I'm looking for the bottle uh-huh. up on your shelf. It's, it's Square, there. fat, fat bottom glass bottle. Are you Real nice looking with bottle. Joe Morgan's because we should let you try some of that. <laughs> yeah, no, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> We're kind of liking him, so let's not oh, ruin right. that. We'd like him to come back someday. So, <laughs> so just as a, a reference point, that was my first bottle 
um, was it, it was uh, was the Union Horse th- that bottle, yeah. And I think it might have been before they had it. it They're a little short, way. squat, fat, square bottle, yeah. square, thick, but yeah, classy very, looking bottle. Very thick, probably glass. not the most friendly bartender wise. No. Pouring, very, very heavy. Not so, at all. Um, kind of a blessing in disguise. You know, I mentioned that we started this during COVID, and my glass provider um, in uh, my first batch was a thousand bottles, and I went to reorder. More glass. It just happened to be a single pallet was a thousand fifty bottles, and I, so I went to order more glass, and they said, "Okay, minimum purchase is now twenty thousand bottles." Jesus. So twenty pallets, and you know that's part of the disruption of COVID. So at the time, I didn't really have much cash flow going. Um, I wasn't interested in taking out any any loans, which I have not. I, I we own everything outright, um, but. I have had a partnership or a, a relationship with Bardstown Bourbon Company for quite some time. And they did a release, um, a five distillery collaboration, the Bardstown Collection, if you're familiar with that. Um, a year ago was their first one, and they did it in this bottle. And so I just happened to be down there touring behind the scenes. Someone made a joke. And if you need some glass, they had an extra pallet of this bottle. So I said, yes, I do need some glass. I had just been told by Saver Glass that, you know, either buy 20000 or... So this ended up becoming our bottle. We we pivoted. And that's a lot of what our podcast is about, is pivoting. So it was just, just kind of dumb luck. It was, absolutely. Yeah, blessing in disguise. And I love this bottle. We get comments on this bottle. It's kind of an apothecary It's style. pretty unique. Unique. There's very few of them out there in the industry. Um, and it, it aligns with the label. So the label... And I'll have to show you pictures, but the original label looks, we, we captured the essence of the original artwork. And so, yeah, this, this bottle just aligned with it. However, okay. always shopping for, for options. Um, I've got some other. Well, can we talk about whiskey now, Tom? Let's talk about some whiskey. I asked one question. <laughs> and we got a great story not to ask questions? You just call them your tits. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You know, I threw somebody out for telling me to call my tits one time. Yeah. You also had someone call you sizzle chest once. I did. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what I mean. didn't throw them out. <laughs> they were leaving. I, <laughs> but I couldn't. I couldn't throw them out for sizzle, sizzle chest oh, because God, it's oh, even better God, with the list. <laughs> <laughs> did he? Did he? Did S- he come up to the? Did he, did he come up to the cash register before he called you sizzle chest? <laughs> hey, Mark, you remember that part of the podcast when you were uh, wondering why we hadn't made fun of you yet? And you were <laughs> saving it up. It was <laughs> on its way. <laughs> Building up. I just didn't know if that was an insult or not. No. Anyways, I don't even know what that means. Sizzle no. chest, or I was not making fun <laughs> of you. It's from Jerky Boys. Oh, oh. Is it really? Yeah. Does everyone know who the Jerky Boys are? Oh, yeah. They make prank phone calls, yep. like like the old crank yankers. Yeah. They were the original. <laughs> they were the original. Yeah. Wow. Was that maybe Dice before that though? Who? Clay? Dice didn't Dice say that? Clay? Didn't Andrew Dice Clay? Didn't I don't do think he did phone. Hey, sizzle he probably chest. called people sizzle chest. I it's a, it's an, I it's an East Coast thing. I'm going to yeah, bring okay. it back. I, I I'll bring it back. I think I'm, it deserves to be brought back. I'm going to find a way to call one of my clients sizzle chest this week. So this rye is very good. Yeah. I like and then it. I'll recommend you take over the account, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Anyways, we are trying rye batch number two from Golden Sheaf. Once again, if you guys are just tuning in. Uh, David from Golden Sheaf, which is an Omaha whiskey, uh, is uh, letting us try several of them. And uh, yeah, this is this is a uh, great spicy rye whiskey. Thank you. Thank can you. People literally just tune in halfway through the podcast. No, I don't think you can. Can you? You can fast. Uh, forward. You can skip. Yeah, you can fast just forward. making fun of Dan's radio. 
radio. I know, my reset. I'm sorry. Hey, we're back from commercial. Let's do a reset. So I didn't even ask. This isn't live, is it? No. No, no, okay. no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> we would have been canceled 176 oh, episodes yeah. ago. We, we all would have been kicked out of the state. Yeah. <laughs> we would have had to go somewhere where no one knows us. That's why we actually do it for an hour and a half, so we can get 40, 40 45 <laughs> minutes out of it. Yep. Yep. Well, we, um, we don't really pull any punches with any select no. group of anybody. We, generally, we just say it, and then if we have to edit it, we, edit we do. It later. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I get that. You want to be down speaking into it. I want to be down like this. Same Sorry, way you suck dick, Tom. Them, you, yeah, you want to be down like that. That's what she said. Okay. Yeah. That is what she said. What nice. She said. David joining in. David just hopping in there. <laughs> now I got makeup in front of Marthlith. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if you didn't know, Mark hit a dentist building. <laughs> if you want to use that. Oh, um, come on. <laughs> with a boat? That's not what the boat. <laughs> lisp. Was no, it? no. Well, we don't know. We don't know. I mean, it could well, I don't know. It, it caused the dentist to leave the country. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. Oh, facade. Can I tell them? You can cut this if you want. But can I? Can I tell them what you said to me yesterday when you walked in here? Maybe you don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? You were the first one in. I'm just yeah. sitting there talking to Dan. There's those two dudes over here. This is a different story at all. I apologize in advance if I made fun of you, Mark, and no, I don't you remember. This? You okay, just right. you walked over. You sat down in Mark's chair, and I go, "Hey, I go, Flum, how you doing?" You go. I am so stoned. <laughs> <laughs> I know I had my sunglasses. I had my sunglasses on, man. I, I heard you say, "Why don't you take the sunglasses off, Ray Charles?" <laughs> it's like, why don't you? And then <laughs> <laughs> you tried to knock over the desk here too at one time. I'm sure. That's right. Standing there, like, I lost great. my money clip. Anyways, I don't know where it's at. How much money was in the money clip? I played really couple three hundred bucks. No, played really good golf actually. Did your partner stay for the whole round? Yeah, he did. That's that amazing. That helps play it definitely too. helps you get a lower score when right. there's when two you were people. playing best ball off of your balls. balls. Which, I mean, I definitely have the best ball out of the out of Jeremiah and me. David, my right my right one's glorious. Not to sound greedy, but you got anything else for us? Absolutely, yeah. Yes. Please, we'll uh, may I have some more whiskey? Keep rolling. I don't like myself or anything, but can we drink more? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a raging alcoholic. So, I do... I do some finishes. I experiment with with. Uh, so yeah, go ahead. This one right here. Yep, yep. That one's uh, that's a finished. So it's two bourbons, one finished in a maple syrup cask, one finished in a barley wine, former barley wine cask, from Jukes Ale Works, by the way, which is out in Elkhorn. Uh, they they uh, they had an Eagle Rare barrel, so they had this ten year bourbon barrel, and then Kyle put. Um, barley wine in it for about 14 months and then the day that he dumped it I filled it up with bourbon so it's a blend of the two I, I, I don't do flavored whiskeys nothing wrong with that but whenever I blend whenever I do a finish um, I just want the essence of what we're we finishing don't, in here at the library pub we being me does not consider finished whiskey flavored right 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 flavored whiskey is that peanut butter crap right. or Jack Fire. Yep. You know. Yep. And that's okay. That's. But no, 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 it's <laughs> not. It really isn't. Well, okay. I, I'll, I'll agree with you. But, but that's what I have to, you know, I'll go out and I'll do tastings and, and oftentimes, you know, I'll say, oh, I did a maple syrup cask. And, and I'll, you know, someone that's not as familiar will do a comparison. Well, I like the honey one by Jim Beam or I like, uh, 
uh, Goldschlager, you know. And I'm uh, okay. Well, let's we're we're a little different, you know. We're 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 finishing. We're we're not flavoring. We're not making candy. Correct. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so a theory that I've had for a while. Again, I'm gonna come at you with that weird question. Probably. Um, so, what's your preferred brand of automotive tires? Not really. <laughs> not quite that odd of a not question. Not that odd, though. How um, often do you change your serpentine belt in your car? <laughs> Twice. Well, you would never because you don't have one. I don't. Yeah. I uh, am, however, selling a serpentine belt for a 19, uh, 2016 okay. Ford Ranger. Okay. Where, where are you on here, Dan? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so, anywho... Um, <laughs> So anywho, David, uh, I've always had kind of a theory in my head that uh, if, if, if distilleries are selling whiskey, it's probably because they don't want it. So, I mean, how close am I to the truth there? Tom, if I may, can I expand upon... Oh, Tom? what's going on uh, there? Yeah, what, what is, what is he's, Chris doing? What he is talking... Don't you worry about it. Um, <laughs> what he's talking about is like barrels, uh, sure. you know, barrel picks for like Buffalo Trace, Eagle Rare, and all this stuff that generally if you're getting one of those barrels, it's probably a barrel the the distillery didn't try and be like, wow, this is going to be amazing. Let's offer up the entire barrel. Thank to you for customer. translating what I said in English to English for me. Yeah, I no appreciate problem. that. No I just wanted to get a little deeper into it. Dan splaining. Dan splaining. Danny over here. Just, I'm sorry. Danny. You can cut out his last name. So, uh, so Dan splaining. So, I also started a brokerage, so I, I, you know, a lot of this is I'll go out and I'll broker barrels from small distilleries. You know, I, that's my one of my favorite parts of my job is to travel around the country, meet with uh, smaller distilleries. And yeah, that fucks. By and, the way, that's kind of become our highest. Wow, level that's of. I'm I'm honored. That yeah, you good. Know, in reviews, you have one through five stars. Sure. That fucks is star six. Okay. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah that fucks. Well, I'm I'm in. Yeah, How wait, much to, wait. We're, cost a bottle? we're and we're still going up. We got another. Uh, all of these are 125 SRP across the board. All right. So, quick answer on the bar- barrel thing. Quick answer right on, on the barrel thing. Or am I kind of right and kind of wrong? I think there's probably some truth to that some places, but I think for the most part, you know, like you, you look at like Buffalo Trace. I don't know that Buffalo Trace is trying to tarnish the reputation intentionally or, or was willing to take that that risk. They they just come to mind. I was just out okay. there recently. We'll find it, out it next month. A, it might what, be a barrel that doesn't necessarily fit within their blending their specs. areas. So they're like let's I, sell I, that as a barrel pick. I would say no. Just because I don't I don't think they're necessarily you know, th- there's a lot of money in those single barrel picks, those those custom batches and, and especially the way that the market is right now, those are the ones that are selling you know, when we're done with this, before you leave, I have a box sitting behind me. It has three samples in it. We sampled it and picked one of those for our next barrel. I would like you to try them. I would love that. And see what you think. Okay. Yeah. I have a feeling I'm not going to get a lot done this afternoon. Nah, probably this, not. This stuff's fantastic. Yeah. It yeah, is I, really I, good. This is. And Mark, I'm not sure what to say about this except that fucks. And well, it's and it's not a combo you would. You would have like pop in your head. Let's see. I didn't see. put any water in that. What do I want to do with this? Is that let's this do one? barley wine and maple syrup? Right. Help yourself. Yeah. This is. See, when I heard barley wine and maple syrup, I thought it was going to be too sweet for my yeah. palate. I thought it was going to be sugary. Yeah. And I did not. I don't get that sweet. No. Yeah. I don't so know the maple's even like bring a sweet. It's definitely bringing uh, the maple. Yeah. Thing, it's actually going. Oh yeah, you betcha to me. Right? Well, and that barley wine throws a a nice little sweetness to it. That's not the maple, but different. Yeah. You kind of get them both. Yeah. 
I think this this stuff definitely fucks. Multiple positions. Appreciate that. <laughs> this is last one at the gangbang. Just striding up with the biggest and the fucking pow. Just throws it out there. <laughs> come here, girl. Get on this. You can That's what this come is. Come with a shitload of flavor. Like I, this is. The I get the maple on yeah. the finish on the sides of my tongue. You start and start tasting the maple. This stuff is fantastic. That's I really think good. of I think of comparing this to like a very old Barton's, which I drink that quite often, just because it's a simple, easy drinking. This is there's nothing the, simpler. This is the black to that white. This is the absolutely the black to that white. It's there is every sip has just got ebony. And why do you have racist? Well, thank Ebony you. and Ivory. So I'll tell you a little bit about my about my, my blending up. process, just high level. So I, I spend a lot of time product familiarizing. I day drink a lot. No, I... No, yeah. I... Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. I'm going to start using that. I, what are you doing? I'm just... Oh, no. I'm product, product. <laughs> Once I left my, my, my previous career and did this... What did you do oh, before? What was that phrase again? Product what? Product familiarization. So I'm going to... Uh, my wife. I was in cybersecurity for 25 years. Cybersecurity? Cybersecurity. I was... I worked Marine Corps, National Security Agency, and then I got in the commercial world and cybersecurity for a long, long time. And Are you retired service? Not retired. I was in the Marine Corps you were for with six okay. years. Yeah. Are you still in? No, no, no. Okay. No, gosh, no. Right. So you were a Marine? I was. I, I, uh, I am a Marine. Contractor. I was, no, yeah, one, I was, I was in the Marine Corps. Yeah, no, I went to boot camp in 1990. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, yeah. once, thank you. Once in the Marines, you're always a Marine. I was just clarifying if he wasn't a civilian. Contractor. Unless you've drank the water at Camp Lejeune. I call 1-800-666-9666. Why do I get ads for that? Well, nothing in my internet history shows that I was a former military, so stop sending me those ads. I don't even know where Camp Lejeune is. It's in North Carolina. North Carolina. Is it? I've never been, I've never been to North I read Carolina. The ad. David, you were trying I'd to say. I turn it. Yeah, so blending. I blending. I, I, <laughs> I, back to whiskey. Back, back to whiskey. whiskey. I'll just, just real high level. There is an appropriate proof for every flavor profile. So I'm not just trying to hit 90 proof and maximize our volume output. It's all about quality versus quantity. And, and that's okay, too. There's a demand for, you know, those 90 proof or people put, you know, oh, we'll, we'll do everything at 94 proof. Or we'll be No, if you look at all these, they're 116, 114, 110, 111. And it's because I start at cask strength. And then we'll proof them down two or three increments to you where know, you 116, love it. 113, all the way down to 80 something. Taste them all. And I've got my own grading system. And then I'll do it backwards. And then I'll do the entire test blind again. Wow, you do day drink a lot, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> hey, sometimes Product it starts evaluation. at four in the morning. And uh, it's uh, it, to the point where I've experienced. I hope you do this in your basement. We, that way, you just have to wander up the stairs and go yeah, to bed. There you go. Oh, it's it's in the kitchen. It's <laughs> oh, even closer. And it's yeah, set up for first thing in the morning. Just get out of bed, get a you know, it's got a fresh palate, and just start them all. Pick up where I left off, note taking wise. But we're we're also building a tasting room and blending lab um, over by Oakview Mall. So you ever cut with? Why don't you buy? Up? Why don't you, you just buy that? Oakview Mall and put it all in there because they don't have anything to it's do with not it? Not a bad idea. Sorry, I just listened to the podcast yesterday or two days ago of the Beams Eight Star. Oh, know, cutting it with Seven Up, dude. It's uh, it's worth all these. It's the best whiskey flavored vodka you'll ever I, buy. I tried yesterday. <laughs> Somebody said, uh, "Oh God, he came in." It was the the husband and wife that came in and sat back here. Uh, oh, okay, just as you guys got back, uh, and. Ah, I don't remember. I, oh, the it was the. Uh, but you know what? If they your if, if they wandered in here like like, oh, let's discover a new bar, and then that just massive fuckery came in the door. <laughs> uh, let's not go back Matt, there. Matt They're at the clubhouse now. Me, he goes, you 
might want to warn him what's coming in the next half hour to 45 minutes. So when he came up and ordered, I said, hey, just to let you know, our, our golf outing is coming back, and it's going to get crazy in here. And he's like, we're one and done. It's going to be the epitome of a shit <laughs> yeah. show. So they ended up being three and done, but they got out before the debauchery started. Um, but anyways, I he, he said... I, she really liked that uh, the the dickle that you were that you, I had her try that or get a pour of that, and then he said t- she really Dan likes that. But the she's, I did, uh, but she's looking for something a little around that proof area, but not as uh, complex. I tried to get her to do the beams eight star, and, and she she ended up passing on it. Well, then she just doesn't know. I know she's she not a vodka drinker. I did say she has she's no not idea a what she's missing out on. What did you end up going with? I think it was Old Forester instead. Which one? Uh, eighty-six proof. So well, that's boring. It's the one that's being hidden by the post. It's in the corner there. I can't see it. I know because it's being hidden by the post. Anyways, that was a great story. <laughs> and then I found wow. five dollars. <laughs> then I found five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's starting to develop Thank just you. at the end there. The last little sip was like a it, little, little, it, little cigarette. Yeah. Kind of thing going on there, oh, which I know you guys are Chris smoking, Mark. But, but it's not. It was on the palate. So. Um, and that's what one thing I really love Tobacco, about this: the complexity to bourbon too is that you can have something like a Varial Barton's or a B Mage Star that you drink on it, you take a sip, it's got flavor, and then it washes away fairly quickly. Yeah, this lingers. Yeah, and and it almost encourages you to not drink it very quickly because. Right. As it lingers, it develops and changes, and, and you get more and more flavor complexity out of it. Yeah, Stop no, turning me off. I know, but if you move the microphone, it really gets loud on here. Oh my so God, this that's why hard. I try to mute it when so you Matt, move the microphone. Yes. Smell this, because you and I usually hit the same. And I like, like cherry limeade to me. It's just like it's uh, definitely like a lime, almost a like so margarita. I'm gonna, that one was full of cigarettes. All right, David, why don't you tell us about what we're drinking now? Hey, yeah, say, yeah, no, I'm gonna, you're absolutely incorrect. I'm going to share something with y'all. So, so I heard the podcast where y'all did the, the, the bourbon finished in a port cask, which is, I see up on the shelf up there. And this is the same. So this is a collaboration with James Arthur Vineyards, which is Nebraska's oldest vineyard. They turned 25 last year. And to celebrate, they um, cracked open two 14, 12 or 14 year old casks of port. So similar to bourbon, bourbon can only be made in the United States by law. Um, scotch is made in Scotland and, and so on. So James Arthur and a lot of vineyards in the in the industry do this. They they make a port, but port is typically traditionally made in Portugal. Well, this is the one that we tried. Right? So this no, this is y'all y'all had the bourbon finishing right. This is the sister. So I, we talked for about a half an hour what Troposti was. I correct. I that's right. That's why I was bringing this up. Wow. So okay. Troposti Probably. is actually it's a port spelled backwards. It's. <laughs> <laughs> we were I like that. Googling the shit out of that. It's That's Exarbon. So amazing. It's Nebraska's Exarbon. It's yeah, exactly. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's, so it's it's America's way of saying fuck you. We'll do what we want. That's the best story it's ever. <laughs> but it sounds fancy, right? It sounds super fancy. <laughs> I, I, I can only get but so the much only of this. It's Troposti. When you Google Troposti, was James Arthur Vineyards, and I'm like, and I'm a wine guy, right? I'm just like, whoa, what the fuck is Troposti mean? No, I'm just an idiot. All right, cool. So they gave That's us amazing. one, uh, or they gave us two two uh, empty barrels of port. I put bourbon in one, rye in the other. Bourbon one was what y'all sampled earlier this year. This is the rye, the sister version. So this is a, it's actually a four grain, but I call it a weeded rye because uh, rye is a secondary grain. Um, it's 
unique, and also nobody else is oh. calling is, oh. is saying weeded rye. You have to forgive me for just a second. Oh. Did you what? just pull an Artie? No, I just took a sip of that whiskey. What? <laughs> the mouth feel is amazing. Oh, that is that. very viscous. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, sounded more like this. I mean, oh, oh, oh. She's never said that to me. <laughs> I saved this one for last because oh, oh, oh. it is the sweetest. It's but however, I think God, it's, it's so that good. weed adds a soft element to it. This is very I could drink good. a half bottle of that during a Dodger game. I probably it, won't know the final score, but I could. And this chances are they're gonna win. And you Just DVR everything. So stick to okay. your apple brandy yeah, lushy. And this is 116 <laughs> proof. 116? 116, yeah. Oh, that's wow. close, though. This is very good. I think my favorite, what we've tasted today, is the barley wine finish. Okay, that was... that was. I thought that one. I mean, that it came in and flung its dick up on the bar and just was like, check me out. It didn't even say anything. It just slapped it down. Blop. And Which then, most people like kick out for doing shit like that. It. Oh, it's hello. been it's been referred to as the jackhammer. Just uh, <laughs> no, I like this. <laughs> I like this one better, Matt. If okay. I showed you, my I like penis, the last one a lot. Give me a monster. This one is even better. Yes, Congratulations on this. this Thank is you. Really good. Thank you very this much. Excellent. And I haven't always had this lisp. Speaking of lisp, I think it's an excellent time to transition over to make fun of Mark segment. Rest in Sorry. peace. <laughs> uh, who died? Uh, Dale Gribble. Who, oh. who is? The fictional the character the from King of the Hill. <gasps> oh. The, the actor Johnny Hardwick, who voiced Dale Gribble, uh, passed away on August 8th. The best episode of King of the Hill was the one episode where you could understand him, and then you couldn't understand anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> was, I thought that, I think that's no, Boomhauer. That was the hard... Uh, it's not that dangle, 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 dangle. Isn't that no, that's Dale Gribble. Oh. Dale's the dead bug guy. Dale's dead bug. Oh. Yeah. Well. Wow. Man. I'm okay with him dying well, as long as the other ones. Cheers to Dale. Boomhauer's still alive. Crazy. Uh, passed away at 59. Anyways. God, I'm worried now. I'm three years older than that. Yeah. Allegedly. Well, not nearly as liked either. Jeez. That was just mean. That was pretty harsh. That was pretty harsh. That was pretty harsh. No, that... I, he's a... Treasured character on a not, cartoon. He might not even. He might be an asshole. I bet Missy likes him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David, uh, one more time. Him. What is this that we're drinking? This is a weeded rye finished in a red port cask. In a troposti port cask. Troposti port cask. Take, Can I see the bottle? Take that, Absolutely. Spain fuckers. No, Portugal. <laughs> Port Portugal's Portugal. in Spain. Port Port no, it's not. It's not. Isn't it? It's no, an no, island off the, the to coast of. Oh, I live in right? Nebraska. So. They're both on the Iberian Peninsula. Portugal yeah, is attached to Spain, and they don't got care. shit. They're that one of the poorest countries in this Europe. Is, and one Port of the things Portugal? I'm, I'm kind of I eighty percent eighty percent of their bit. gross domestic product is tourism, because they don't got shit. I was kind of chuckling a little bit when you were talking about uh, Omaha's oldest uh, winery, winery at, yeah. at twenty five years, <laughs> and then immediately I went to uh, Louis. Uh, Louis Trey, which is like one of France's oldest, at like how old's Louis Trey? Eight hundred, nine hundred years old. When you're saying that, you're sure. saying Louis Thirteen, which is the, actually the, a brandy. Remy Thirteen. It's actually Louis Trey. It, it's Louis Thirteen. It says right on it. X I I I. Chris, <laughs> I'm letting you handle this and fight yourself, sir. According to the distillery, it is Louis Trey. It is Louis Trey. That's huh. what they tell us to say. I'm just see the bottle says X I I I. I had a, anyways, I had a customer 13. who has now passed on. 
who was in here one day, and he, he wanted to try Louis Trey. He says, Mark, if you buy a bottle of Louis Trey and bring it in the bar, I will, I will drink it. Bullshit. And I talked to the rep and found out how much a bottle of Louis Trey was and did not order it. And when he came in, I said, Brian, just to make sure, I will buy this. I really will. It's going to be $300 a drink. Yeah. And he looked at me and said, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's 300 for an ounce, ounce and a half? Ounce. Uh, what ounce? Wow. Yeah, it's expensive. It's like three, $300 a bottle. Oh, try that again. <laughs> for put, put, put for Louis? Yeah, for Louis. I'd say Louis is like three grand a bottle. A bottle. Oh, yeah, 30, oh, I thought you said yeah. three hundred. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I thought you said three hundred no, too. I was like, no, 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 that's that's not even close. Oh, see, there, see, here's the French three. pronunciation of thirteen. Yeah, hold on, wait, 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 but that's not right. Listen, hey, Trez, Trez, not Trey, Trez. You should we call Mo? I'm just fucking telling you what the internet says, <laughs> no, man. You're being, you're being a little baby because it's not, not thirteen. I'm not right here. Listen, listen, listen. Trez. Yeah. Tres. Right. Yeah. That's not Trey. Okay. Again, I will refer back <laughs> to my training when Which they said refer to it as Louis Trey. Okay. And then I found out they wouldn't sell it to me anyway. But we're no, also we not were, in France. Because we only it's have true. like bruschetta. A couple of bottles that come into Nebraska every month. Baloney. Like six. Anyways. All right, David. Yes, sir. Uh, rye whiskey finished in port barrels from Portugal, which is a country. <laughs> We're no. learning things. No. No. Finish. Not, Portugal not, is a country. Th- but they're not finished in port barrels. They're p- finished in? Troposti. They're finished in Troposti port, which is Nebraska American port. port. So, so, uh, which is why we call California sparkling wine, California sparkling wine. Versus not champagne. Champagne. God, right. right. Yeah, they haven't come up. They haven't figured out how to spell right. champagne backwards yet, apparently. Hey, I saw Or how to pronounce it. <laughs> yeah. How would you pronounce that? <laughs> I I have to write down. Okay. <laughs> hey, actually, <laughs> actually, I just want to know how to spell sh- how to pronounce if, champagne backwards. If, so I if you don't want to keep pull, pull, pull. keep going, there's, yes. you can see there's a little bit in here. So this is this is the the creme de la creme. Right, this well, is well. If you can squeeze it, for me to turn down booze. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is still in the barrel. This is a my my my. I got mine. You just reuse mine. I don't care. Actually, I'm not even gonna tell you what this is. Oh, there's more at the uh, other end down here. I'll go grab them for you. No, man. <laughs> wow, maybe need a timeout, buddy. But there's a, there's a little bit in it. This is... Is it actually what's going through your mind right now, David? What the fuck did I do- walk into? I love into? this. I love this. I, you know, it makes me feel a lot better about my podcast, actually. <laughs> this is great. No, I, I can tell... What, you know, when I, I listen to y'all, out, y'all have so a good time. To. And I wondered what it was like here. And now you regret it. And, and now, no, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> not, not in the slightest. Regret. Yeah, this is something really, really special. There's, there's a little bit in there. I think we can squeeze five pours. Or one, two, three, four, five, six, six pours out of here. One, two, three, four, five, six. I'll drink Danny's. I got it. <laughs> By the way, uh, David, you've never had the, uh, the privilege of meeting Danny Whaley before. But he is easily top three nicest guys I've ever met in my yeah. life. So far, I can tell. Oh, that yeah. guy? He's been Danny Whaley. He's been yeah. rubbing my shoulders uh, throughout Danny the entire podcast. There. Yeah, nice. <laughs> top three nicest guys I've ever met in my life. Really? Yeah, absolutely. I would agree. And oh, can turn anything into a sexual innuendo. Absolutely, anything in yeah. your, in your endo. Yeah. And by the way, uh, congratulations, Danny. You jumped up into the top three. I thought it was Jeremiah until he attacked the tree at the <laughs> <Benson> Golf Course. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> if nobody heard that, I'm going to repeat it. He just said innuendo is Italian for suppository. Thank you. <laughs> now I, I got to know what suppository realize. is in Italian. Actually. <laughs> it's innuendo. <laughs> hey, what if it is? That'd be crazy, right? oh, just this crazy thing. Uh, this might go down as our longest episode so far. We're an hour plus. I think we've had an hour 30 one time. Was that when we were talking about midgets? No, I think that was the time we were doing the uh, uh, old elk or the uh, barrel, barrel barrel sampling. All right. Anyways, David, what's next for us? You've got this is coming out of a, a secret flask. I like this. So I've got this barrel down in Kentucky. I just pulled some samples last week, and um, so this is a it's a rye finished in a white port cask. So a very sweet white wine. It's a, a blend I came up with. It was a 95.5, an eight-year-old 95.5 rye and a eight-year-old. Um, so 50 gallons of a 95.5 rye blended with eight gallons of a 99.1 corn. So it's very you, high, high rye. Are you kind of a rye fan? I'm starting to get there. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with rise. Getting this feeling that Just you're within you're the last rye. year or so, I've become more and more comfortable. And I, th- I think it was Dixon Deadman that we were. I, I, Dixon came out to Whiskey Fest last year and supported us. This was right before he rolled out two XO, his first uh, the Phoenix blend. And he went on and on and on about Golden Chief Rye, and then he just really loved it. And then it started as we so we're on Seal Box. We we've sold in 39 states around the country, and we've done really well with with both good. bourbon and rye. But rye, especially batch number one, was a it's big really hit. Good. So I'm having a good this time. Is... Yeah. So this is something I'm uh, rye's in my experience now, or um, they finish well with these sweeter white wines. So I'm experimenting with an ice wine. I'm experimenting with a sauterne. Uh, you know, sweeter whites and, and rise. In the blending world, one and one does not add up to two. It's yeah. You can get sweeter, blended with sweeter, and it'll potentially be flat. Hmm. Whereas, you know, you get these rise, which are spicy, peppery. The, the spicier and the pepperier blended with something sweet, they really seem to balance out. This is, uh, it seems to be a little bit more calm than the last couple we've tried. Like, it doesn't seem to bite nope. on the tongue like the last ones. It doesn't seem like there's as much going on with it. Yeah. Very good. Bad thing. Very good. Uh, but there's just not a huge complexity to it. Sure. Yeah. Like like the, the, barley, the barley wine, wine. finished. Yeah. Complex as can be. There's all sorts of stuff going on in there. You want to take this a guess what proof this is? I think it's pretty no, high. I, I think it's 115 or so. Uh, I'd bet sub 100. I'm going to go 96. Six. Mm. Eight. I'd probably go about a bill 20. 122, yeah. Damn. Oh, fuck. There is no heat on that slipping. whatsoever. Are you kidding me? Damn it. And it doesn't, that's just it too. It doesn't resonate with everybody. Oh, it's hot across the tongue for but me. It's I don't get any heat at all. I just get all flavor. I got some, but it, it doesn't drink... Uh, Two points lower than what Booker's does. Yeah, right. It drinks right. about forty-five points lower than what Booker's yeah. does. That's yeah. this stuff you could drink all day and until I, I looked no like idea. Kevin I, sitting on a bench outside yesterday. I honestly Giggling. thought that I, was, that I was drinking something like ninety-five proof. Like I thought that was sub one hundred. The easy. flavor, easy. 
The flavor doesn't give away the proof. However, the finish does. Right. Because the back of my tongue right now is tingly. Yeah. Because of the alcohol. Yep. But the the flavor, when 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 you sip it, that doesn't give away the proof. Yeah. And right now, this is a this is basically an ingredient in in my inventory. So I haven't committed it to a final blend. Uh, You know, depending on how it how it evolves. It'll it'll end up in a in a barrel, you know, a, a, a rye finishing a white port cask. But I'll, I'll likely do some. So I have bourbon in another one in another white port cask, and so you know, I'll kind of experiment with the two. But it, it, it's it's unique, very unique. But I appreciate you all trying. Well, I've had absolutely nothing that I dislike <laughs> yeah, today. Yeah, literally, is uh, absolutely and, nothing. And by the way, I got pickle off of nothing. So congratulations. Which that's that. weird for you. Yeah, it yeah, is. It's Usually, anytime weird. we say rye anything, you're like, I smell pickles. Anything brown, really? Yeah, it's right. Pickle. I get. He's I get a little pickle. Get, you get pickle on a lot of things. Little pickle. Like I do. You'll, you'll be taking a poop and you'll be like, ah, that's pickles. Pickle. Making out with your girlfriend. You taste like pickle. Pickle. Uh, I, by the way, <laughs> never tell your girlfriend she tastes like pickle. Well, <laughs> it depends. Don't, how much? Don't raise how much your head up and look at, look at her and go. Hey, you taste like pickle. <laughs> yeah, but for Dan, I, I mean that could be a that could be it, a yeah. compliment. I think she would appreciate <laughs> that as much as he loves it. Pickles? She's been with me long enough. Sarah understands. knows. Yeah, just she count down. It. I'm just counting down till pickles. I'm just counting down till what? What does sherry taste like? That's what oh. I just count down <laughs> <to> that. <laughs> well, Don't we didn't know. have anything sherry. Never, never drank sherry. Nutty. Well, you're not experimenting <laughs> enough, then, are you? I've never, never had sherry. Hmm. Oh. Okay. Spelled horrendously different. How is it spelled? C H E R I E. Good time to Shelly. mention that Pee Wee Herman died. I don't think we talked yeah. about that last week. Paul, Paul Rubens. Paul Rubin? Yeah. That made me really sad. Not Rubens? Lie. I don't know if it's Ruben or Rubens. Yeah. Me really, really sad. Um, he, uh, I've, I've seen some uh, Facebook reels or YouTube clips or whatever of him uh, doing late night stuff and talking about how he developed the Pee Wee Herman character. Him and David Hasselhoff were good friends. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Him and uh, really? Paul Rubin and David Hasselhoff were very good friends. Wow. They did uh, like Second City or something like that, yeah. a, a comedy troupe together. Well, Pee Wee's Playhouse came grew out of whatever that comedy troupe was. I think it was Second City. I think you're right. Yeah, I think you, yeah. And he and he, uh, it's if you see it, you can look up it up on YouTube. It is not for kids. Nope. No, it's not at all. No. My folks let us watch it. We were kids, and they were about Could. half done. And my mom went, "I don't think this is a kid show." <laughs> he's <laughs> cut from the same cloth as like Bob Saget, where he's. Was well, cast in Full House, and you think he's this all-American dad, but his comedy was Bob not. Saget was filthy. Yeah, yeah, and dead. <coughs> he is dead. He's now. very dead, much right. like Paul Rubin. Much yeah. like Paul Rubin, he's most certainly dead. Exactly. Yep. All right, we got anything else? Could we try some other stuff? I'm, no, I'm only slightly I'm out, buzzed. I'm out of glasses. All right. Well, I'll wash mine now. I don't care. I got a doctor's point <laughs> I got to go to at one, so I should walk in there feeling my finest. <laughs> I think you're there. <laughs> How you feeling, Tom? I'm great. Everything feels really <laughs> fucking good today. Boy, your blood pressure's really low today. Yeah, it happens. Have you been fasting? Or is it not that appointment? No, it's not that appointment. Okay. No, it's not a butt doctor. It's It's the hip doctor. Well, good luck. They don't uh, just use their pinky, buddy. Trust oh, me. Oh, man, I know. Well, that's because you ask. <laughs> <laughs> Do you pay extra for the index finger or the middle finger? Uh, my my doctor just says pick one. Yeah. Uh, which actually my doctor has never shoved his middle, finger up. You just say all of them. I'm gonna make them use I want them all. Fingers. Could you use these case. three? Just use this finger. <laughs> I want to make sure finger? you feel around really well. <laughs> Listen, Doc, you're going to need to use two to feel anything in there. Matter of fact, could you bring a nurse in, too? <laughs> 
the shocker. <laughs> That's not the shocker, Mark. It's, oh, uh, but Jay came up with one more. The minivan. Oh. Well, the minivan is two in the front, five in the rear, buddy. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, do you know the spocker? I can't do it because I'm genetically, I can't do it. I, uh, fuck all you all. I cannot do it. Wow. I am genetically, like, screwed up. I'm, I'm different. That's a gang sign. Yeah, yeah he's this throwing is, signs yeah. here. Going <laughs> south Omaha. I can't do it. Yeah, what, what did you um, do to that booger picker on your right hand? <laughs> what? The booger picker. Hold your finger up straight. That index finger is like pointing towards China. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Just when you were holding it up like this, no, I your can't. finger was crooked. My point is I can't, I can't do the Spock thing. Huh. I'm just messed up. I'm different. Looks like a retarded frog right now trying to... <laughs> <laughs> a retarded frog standing up. <laughs> That's going to do it for us today. The next Whiskey Wednesday, uh, still under development, but make sure to follow the Library Pub Facebook page so that you get details on We're doing new Nebraska whiskeys. Yeah. Who? New Nebraska whiskeys. New Nebraska whiskeys coming up September 6th, starting at 7 o'clock. Tickets just $25 a piece. Market is so nice for you to offer such a low ticket price on that. Mark. (laughs) 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 Because that's so funny. (laughs) 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 And then any tap takeovers that are coming up, make sure to follow the Library Pub Facebook page. And also to know if we open up early, if we're not opening up at all, which rarely ever happens. But we are approaching uh, snowy season, especially as we got to a whopping high of 79 today. The last day we didn't open was Christmas 2008. And Nothing. I got shit from my customers the day after Christmas for not being open on Christmas, so we are open 365. Wow. Uh, yep. I think that's going to do it for us. Anybody got else anything? Oh, yeah. Anything hey, else? 72 Table and Tap, uh, Timber Creek Pizza Pub and Grill. There you go. Come see us. 108th and Harrison. Do you 72. have phones yet? We can, you can call both of You can now call 72 no, no, Table the and the fucked up part was that 72 got all straightened out, like literally the next day uh, Timber Creek's phones went down. <laughs> Different company, though. So. Now, you have food and do... do do to go, but I could basically shut off the phones of this place and miss nothing. Yeah. Well, I Call from the termite guy. Yeah. I would just get rid of your phone then because you know what? Well, you just have people calling up going, Do you have the fights? That's all yeah. you really get. That, yeah. <laughs> Every time there's a pay per view, we would run book yeah, on it. Uh, yeah. Six calls. I got to kill some time before I called you last week, Mark. Uh, six, eight. I'll delete that too. Or we're done, aren't we? No, we're still recording because I haven't wrapped up the show yet. I asked if anybody had anything else, and we haven't stopped talking yet. Is that it? Everybody done? Good, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Have a great Rabbit. week, everybody. Rabbit. 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 Rabbit.